Welcome to Surviving on Wine and Cuss Words. My name is Emily. And I'm Charlotte. And quick trigger warning before we get started for discussions of childhood sexual abuse, physical abuse, um, verbal abuse, and um, emotional abuse. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a crazy afternoon because we thought we were going to have... We've, we've changed up a little bit because a listener had suggested that it would be informative to talk to Alex, Emily's brother, Mm -hmm. and see some of the things from his perspective. And we had him scheduled to come meet with us on a Zoom and record. And he ended up snowboarding too long. So he missed his time. So So we have another great topic for you today. And then hopefully we'll be able to get him in. Um, for an interview soon for Um, sure did you have a pretty good week you know i had a good week you're tired i am tired i'm really (laughs) tired i'm always tired yes you know we're a little little understaffed at work Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's tough out there it's making that uh that uh biomolecular chemical engineering degree look a lot better i know i kind of (laughs) miss my cushy desk job now Uh but you know, I, I, I do like what I do. I do enjoy and I get a lot of time off that I didn't get with like a nine to five. And so nice. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but yes, I am so tired <laughs> right now. I think we both um, are, but we're, we're, we're struggling through. We'll be okay. Today we're discussing a topic that's really um, close to my heart and was really super heavily involved in my healing, and that was anger and just the general topic of anger as a um, a, like a child sexual abuse survivor. Um, So when I say anger, when it comes to everything that happened, do you have any thoughts or particular stories that you think of when you think about anger um it's weird where we're sitting i i I always think about that night i tried to take your phone away i don't you were so mad at me and i was so mad it was just like i i've said it before that i was just trying to be a normal parent who i thought you had smarted off to me too much and i didn't want to let you get away with it because you know, I know we were going through this stuff, but there was still normalcy that had to be in there. And that night was just, I mean, it was a terrible night for me. I'll never forget it. You know, just, just the screaming and, and yelling. And, and I, my whole, I just can't do, I just can't do this anymore. I, I don't know how to go on because I wanted things to be normal and we were just angry but right. we weren't angry at each other. And that was the sad part. I wasn't mad at you. I was frustrated with the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And there was that anger. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think that's the topic you're looking at is um, where to direct that anger. Because that anger's normal. And that anger is going to be there. Right. But it could be better directed elsewhere. It, yeah. I always just hated when we fought, you know, it's, I mean, a normal teenage girl and a, and a mom are going to fight. Right. 
you know, and, and, the, and that those fights would come in and all of a sudden my guilt would come in that I can't, I can't be mean to you. I can't discipline you. And then I would think, no, I have to. And oh, just back and forth in my head. And then we would end up screaming at each other and slamming doors. And I hated it. I hated it. It made me feel terrible, but my anger probably needed to be directed other places. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, same for me. Um, so uh, a lot of what I'm using to discuss the topic of anger came from this book, uh, Courage to Heal by Elaine Bass and Laura Davis. Uh, it's a a resource that we use, you know, pretty often on the podcast when we talk about different topics. Uh, always good to get expert sources. Mm-hmm. So, uh that's right, because we are not experts. So we are only ahead. speaking from our experience. Right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, the first thing is to realize that anger is a completely normal response after experiencing abuse. Um, a lot of people who do experience abuse, abuse are not allowed to express that anger. Um, a lot of times the sexual abuse as a child comes with the caveat of keeping it to yourself mm-hmm. and keeping it quiet and not telling anybody. So you never really get to be angry and you never really get to tell people why you're angry. Um, so a lot of time is spent, you know, before acknowledging the abuse, really pushing that anger down and not letting it out in appropriate ways. Um, the next topic is lashing out at others. Mm -hmm. So inappropriate direction of anger, like we just talked about in our personal experience, um, you may be inclined to want to hurt, you know, friends and family and people that you love. Um, you may have an, it's probably that old hurt the ones you love. They're the easiest ones to hurt. It's terrible, but they're the easiest ones to hurt because they're not, you feel like they're not going to run away. Right. They're going to still be there. And, and that sucks for the fa- family and friends. It sucked for me and you because I was never angry with you. You know, I was angry with the situation. Yeah. And we should have just never been yelling at each other, but we're human. Right. And so you may um, feel, you know, super frustrated at a partner or at a child and feel that anger really bubble up and you start to yell at them or maybe throw things or hit them. Um, Which is never good. Verbal abuse. um, You may call them names or try to tear them down. Um, you know, these are all inappropriate ways that your anger is being expressed. Um, another sign of anger that I thought was unique that the boy, the book pointed out was, um, looking for things to criticize. Mm -hmm. So I know when I definitely get in a very angry mood, it's easy for me to find things to be angry about. Um, it kind of feeds itself, right? Um, it's like you wouldn't have it, yesterday it wouldn't have mattered to you but today the fact that he's folding the towels wrong right really triggers you yeah you know because it's in there and and that's why it's also important to continue with therapy and go to therapy because that can help you realize that that it's not the way he's folding the towels that's making you angry and then you can deal with the underlying issue right 
Um, and so those are kind of all examples of how you might take that anger that wasn't properly expressed during the abuse and put it towards people you love and friends. And so we're going to look at ways that we can just like release that anger safely. Um, more appropriate. Right. So directing anger where it belongs. Um, the first thing to say is that you definitely have the right to be angry at your abuser. A lot of people, uh, hesitate. They're angry at the situation or, angry at a lot of different things in their life. And it takes a lot of therapy to be like, I I am actually angry at my abuser. And to, you might say that you're mad, but to truly have that anger come out towards them takes work. And, and it's thought. even harder when it was someone you loved, right? someone you knew, someone that was in your life constantly like a dad or a mom or a grandparent or a sibling you love them and now you're supposed to be angry at them and that's conflicting right you know so that's even harder in that situation um uh you feelings of anger versus expression of anger so anger is a feeling that you are totally allowed to have Mm -hmm. and when it comes on you know just because you feel angry doesn't make you a bad person you know, it's all about actions. And so you're allowed to let that anger bubble up. And then, you know, if you express it in a safe way, that's better than suppressing it saying, well, never mind, I'm not angry. And then lashing out at people who love you. Right. I started doing that. It was, um, through therapy with CAC, um, when I would get really, really angry I would write letters yeah and those letters you can't even tell that I wrote them the 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 chicken scratch is so bad because I was so mad and and there were a lot of curse words and fuck you and and how dare you and and never send them because I don't want to give him the satisfaction of knowing that I was yeah of course not yeah at that point you know that I was angry now I don't care it just doesn't matter but you know and never send them that was something that yeah uh, we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. um and then uh another thing you know directing your anger where it belongs you can give yourself to (laughs) permission to visual visualize revenge Mm. so um you know you may be really angry and you're like well i don't want to think like that or i don't you know, give yourself permission to be angry. Like it's after experiencing sexual abuse, like it's justified to really have deep anger and deep mm-hmm. sense of revenge. I wish or, something this bad would happen yeah. to you. And and you may think, oh, I'm a terrible person for thinking that, but like give yourself that permission because that's a healthy expression of anger without taking it out on other people. You're putting it where it's supposed to go on, you know, the abuser and, and don't hold it back. That That's the point. Like not to suppress it. It's just a feeling. It's just, a, it's not saying you're going to do any harm. That's the whole point of this. It's a healthy expression of abuse. It's imagining this or thinking about that. So, Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. 
And so the book gives a lot of great advice for like anger release work. Um, The first thing we'll talk about is kind of a safety guide for working through your anger. Um, They make three important points here. Um, Don't hurt yourself or anyone else. So physically don't harm yourself or anyone else. I know um, when I was in kind of the throes of my abuse, I was just so angry at the world. I was angry at everyone that I actually did hurt myself. I cut myself and um, it's just not... It's not healthy. Yeah, it's just it's not, not healthy, and it doesn't matter what the reason because is. Because you shouldn't if you hurt cut. yourself because you're not the problem. Right. That's that's why I mean anyone for any reason who cuts that's not the problem. There's something underneath. So right. You, yeah, you're not the problem. Period. There's something else, and and in this situation, it was you being angry at a situation that you couldn't say anything about right and then of course you don't want to hurt anyone else as well right um don't destroy property that you haven't designated for anger release Mm. so when you're angry you know don't hurt things hurt your stuff this is something that i think i have a little bit of a problem with you know be so angry that you throw your phone or throw whatever like you just get overwhelmed and You might want to do that in that moment. But at the end of the day, it's going back to like, don't hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't destroy your stuff because you're mad about being abused or not being protected as a child. Because you're just going back to, you know, at the end of the day, that anger just comes back and hurts you. Um, Because that's your stuff. So um, my mom Mm -hmm. got me, I think when I was going off to college, she got me this doll. Mm-hmm. That I could just like it, it was a damn it doll. Yeah, that's what it was. It called, was a, a doll, damn like, it doll specifically to be like slammed and hit <laughs> so on the wall or on the floor whenever you were mad, and it, it, it was, was just like a little rag doll. It didn't have any real. Yeah, there were no beads or anything on it. It was just material. Yeah, just like a soft cotton material mm-hmm. that was like made to be like hit and destroyed. And so when you are angry and you're trying to get that anger out just remember to maybe have some designated items and we'll talk about what that might be um it's real easy to make but don't destroy property that you haven't designated don't put holes in the wall like because that anger is just controlling you at that moment Mm -hmm. you know i mean if you've given yourself permission to like you said earlier take a tennis racket to a pillow you know, that's getting that out right. without causing yeah, physical... Yeah, we'll talk about the safe oh, ways you. and the positive ways to express that gotcha. in just a second here. Um, you can imagine hurting your abuser. You can imagine hurting people who didn't protect you. You know, people who do deserve that anger. But when you are expressing your anger, don't imagine hurting yourself. So don't hurt yourself and don't imagine hurting yourself because all of that ends up... With the anger directed back towards you. And you, it's not and your it's fault. it's not your fault. At the end of the day, that's what this is about is you're full of anger. Justifiably mm-hmm. angry. Mm-hmm. But it's about putting that anger where it belongs. Not on you. Exactly. Um, so now we can kind of talk about some positive expressions of anger. You know, what's the right way to get this anger 
out that I feel. Um, the first one I really love is speaking out publicly about uh, child sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. So obviously we have made the choice to do that. Here to do um, that, yeah. To speak out about it. And it, it does help. Um, and it really does make a difference because your anger gets to come out and you know, you tell people about your abuse and they're like, oh yeah, well, I see why you're angry. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, yeah, it just, it becomes easier. The more you talk about it, it, yeah, it lessens it for you. It, It gets it, it just like you said, it gets it out. It's like draining the poison out. You know, I, I did the same thing just under my perspective for CAC and, and went and spoke to a couple of gatherings and it just, you know, just to say it, just to get it out there makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. And then while you're telling your story, you can get angry and Mm -hmm. that's appropriate anger. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, the next point was to write a letter to your abuser or people who did not protect you. And this is a letter that's not necessarily supposed to be sent. It's just a way for you to, this is what I would say to you. Mm -hmm. And this is how you're making me feel right now. And just to get it out, put it on paper. I'm so fucking mad at you. I did a lot of that. I wish you would die. Like Mm -hmm. I, I don't like, I wish I'd never met you. How could you? How you, you, I wish you protected me, Mm -hmm. you know, any of those things to put them on paper because they're legitimately how you feel. Mm -hmm. And not to think, you know, it's not a letter to be sent. This is something dear asshole. You know what I mean? Right. And that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what mine were when and, I was and, mad. And to get it out. Um, the next one is a kind of a physical expression of anger. This is to hit your bed or pillows. Yeah. Take a baseball bat and just like hit your mattress really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, punch your pillows like. And uh, something that's not going to hurt you or anybody else, but actually lets you get tired at the end. We get it out. Right. Right. Um, Along that lines is kind of to shred newspapers, Hmm. like just tear something apart or break old dishes. See, that would be great. They have. They have rooms they for stuff like that. They were just talking about, the, yeah, uh, and the rage rooms mm-hmm. where you can just rent a bat and and you can sledgehammer and pick go whatever you want to beat up or or throw plates or absolutely. I feel like if I ever woke up and had a day like that, that would just be perfect. Yeah, you know, go outside and hit like an old plant pot with a bat just, just to do hear it. it break. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, why not? The it, it's better than letting it stew inside, mm-hmm. you know, because that's where it's going to hurt you the most. Right. Um, the next suggestion is martial arts. So like to get out, so I you get that. to learn some self protection. Mm-hmm. Um, you get out anger in a healthy way. I'm going to guess like boxing is also there. Probably um, where you can feel empowered and get the anger out. At right. The same time. See, I kind of just do that in the gym mm-hmm. in general. Like, Oh, punching bags and stuff. I bet that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On your tread. I mean, even on the treadmill or the yeah. elliptical. I mean, it's like you're, you're like stepping one... on your face. Yeah. You're like winning your this personal <laughs> battle by doing this intense workout. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of times if me and my fiance. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm stuffed. <laughs> if me and my fiance 
you know, get into an argument, I'll be like, I'm going to the gym. And that's how I get my anger out is very physical. I'm a very like physical expression of anger. So I will just go like walk on the treadmill and maybe I'll be angry. So I'll walk a little faster than I Mm -hmm. usually do. And but that's healthy and safe. Absolutely. It is. That's so much better Mm -hmm. than me sitting there continuing to argue with him. Um, possibly getting verbally abusive, saying things that I don't mean, and then possibly escalating to physical abuse. If I leave, I go to the gym, I work out for an hour, I come back, I'm completely different. That anger's gone. Right. I mean, it really is, at least for me, you know, um, I found very physical, I'm a very physical person when it comes to expressing my anger. It's really hard to be angry when you're exhausted. That's true too. It takes so much energy to be angry and tense when you're exhausted from working out. It's when you're exhausted from working out, it's the actual words of anger where you could actually sit down and talk to somebody you were mad at because you're not so tense, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's absolutely getting that out in a physical way. Um, the next one says scream, you know, grab, if you're, go to a place that you can scream. And mm-hmm. if you're not in a place that you can scream loudly, grab a pillow and scream into it. Um, and these things sound, some of them sound so elementary, but they are, they work. Mm-hmm. They really, really work. And you should try it in your car. Yeah, I it like helps a lot in the car. In the car. <laughs> I scream in the car a lot, mostly because of red light. That continue to turn red even at 4.30 in the morning when no one is around. But yes, screaming gets it out. Uh, Yeah, that's my uh, go-to when I'm leaving work. And sometimes you might think to yourself, oh, I'm like a grown-ass woman screaming in my car <laughs> right now. But it's it's just better to get it out. And you're not screaming at anybody else. Right. You're just screaming, you're not screaming at, at how yourself. frustrating everything was that yeah. night. Or, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's always a great uh a great option. Mm-hmm. Love that one. Mm-hmm. That one's on my list. Oh, it's it's a daily for me. And don't forget as we're going through this that it's okay to be angry and that right. okay is a normal response. Or angry Anger's is a normal, normal response. response. It's okay to feel angry. You just need to, to express it in a good way. way. Absolutely. Um, the next suggestion is to um, organize a survivor's march, which I guess you can do. You know, turn that anger into activism. You know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought about that. You know, how much energy it takes to organize something like that and get people together and get the right people here, get the news there, get the signs made. Yeah. You put all that energy into this and then these hundreds or thousands of people show up and you and you make a a, a stand and you make a, a a movement and then all of a sudden you're proud of what you've done yeah you know yeah, it, use it, that it transfers anger. it from anger to pride you yeah know? anger to to progress doing something really. right yeah doing something good and positive um, another suggestion is, this is kind of along with the physical is just to like dance, to like mm-hmm. dance when you're angry. Like it goes along with that movie that you made fun of me for watching yesterday. You said I was weird. This little kid talked about being angry and having a bad day because the girl walked in on him and he was doing this metal dancing to metal music and banging his head. She's like, what are you doing? And he said, I had a bad day. 
well, why are you doing that? Because it makes me feel good. And that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, listen to some like punk, listen to some heavy metal, just, just bash your head, like scream, dance. It doesn't you know. have to be in rhythm. It just has to move. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously that's kind of the thought process behind mosh pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Angry. They're uh-huh. angry. It's angry metal. But it's like the right... <laughs> Way to get it out. This is a group of consenting adults who are all like, you know, are like, ready to bang into each other. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's it. You can do it alone in your room and just bang your head and or go swing a, your arms. Go to a metal concert and get in, get in a mosh pit. You know, there you go. Yeah, I mean, consenting adults right there. Absolutely. And then the last suggestion says to uh, work to change laws that protect abusers. I thought about that. Um, with you, yes, I, I kept, I kept thinking there's this right to a speedy trial, the defendant's right to a speedy trial this whole time, the whole time during mm-hmm. the court process, where is our right to a speedy trial? Yeah. Our right to it. There's gotta be something in there where you can just stop making motion after motion after motion and delaying it and putting it off and putting it off and making it a hassle in people's lives. We're just, where is your right to a speedy trial? Why has it got to be the defendant's right? Why can't, Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I, I didn't know how to go about that, but that was always in my mind. Like mm. Emily's law, <laughs> your right to a speedy trial too. Yeah. And that's all they suggested in the book? Yeah. Well, I have a suggestion. Yeah. I have a I have a suggestion because I am very uh, thing-oriented, memo-oriented, like the little kangaroo you gave me. Things mean things. The little... Mementos. Memento-oriented. Oh, Thank you. I was like, memo-oriented. Me- memento-oriented, like the little tie, the beanie baby yeah. that sl- sits next to my bed. And you were the same way one day telling me there were things that that just kept reminding you of your dad. Yeah. Just, this reminds me of him. And, and, and you showed me this bottle of pills, Prozac or something, because it was an antidepressant at the time that you probably only needed because of what was going on. Right. And you were like, it, it sucks. This, this reminds me of him. He's the reason that I had to start taking these. Yeah. And there were other things and you were, and I don't know if it was, Rebecca, the therapist, telling me, or Rebecca telling you, and then you telling me, but the idea to bottle something, take take these mementos that remind you of bad things, that make you angry, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'll just go ahead and say it, like my first marriage, I burned all the pictures in a barbecue pit. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's what I did. I had a glass of wine and burned all the pictures in a barbecue pit. That was okay. So you take these things that remind you of the person that's making you angry, that you're willing to get rid of and willing to go, that probably all of it should, but, and you put it in something and you do something with it. I think your idea was to bury it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think the first idea I had was gather this stuff up and we'll bury it at Nanny and Granddaddy's because he hated Nanny and Granddaddy. Well, he didn't hate them. I, I I don't know why I even said that. It was just like it. There was always an eye roll if we were going up there. Yeah. You know, he would never want to spend the rest of his. So anyway, these things that reminded you of him, we settled on 
a plan. Mm-hmm. And and this is for me, this, this grandstanding memento things. So I got Emily a glass bottle and she was to fill it with things that reminded her of him and bad times, you know, things she wanted yeah, to a, forget. Yeah. What else was in there? There was a ring in there that he had bought me. It wasn't y'all's engagement ring. It was a ring that he specifically bought me that it was the heart with the hands. The Clawdaw ring. So I forget what that's called, but I remember it was such a point of contention because the way, however, the way that you wore it Mm -hmm. was supposed to like signify if you were single or together. And sometimes I'd put it on wrong and he'd be like, do you have a boyfriend or something? And like... (laughs) <laughs> talk about anger the ring. i remember the pills. and so i was so excited to like stuff that thing in the bottle and never wear it again mm-hmm. um goodness yeah the pills which probably should have kept and kept taking. well no i mean that's take those... your meds always we... take your meds but let's get a new prescription yes yes i agree but we reevaluate she filled that bottle and i said we are going to grab nanny next weekend and we are going to go to the end of the earth we are going to go to the beach we're going to florida drive to the beach we didn't drive to the beach i told nanny we were driving to the beach she said "Uh uh-uh we ain't driving to the beach we're flying to the beach Uh so we got on a plane and we went to florida and we rented a boat we chartered we didn't rent shit we chartered a boat with a sailor to take us yeah my mom just ran up to this dude and was like could you take us out a couple miles it wasn't quite that way we were at the marina trying to figure out how to charter a boat for less than a thousand dollars right and this guy you know tanned and i mean tanned like he'd been in the sun a long time he'd been in the sun for 40 years for 40 years yeah so i knew that this was his boat and (laughs) and so i ran up to him and and i said can I give you some money to drive us <laughs> a couple. just a couple miles, just where we can't see land anymore? Yeah. So that she can chunk this bottle out in the ocean. And he was like, sure. So I, come on, guys, let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's go. And we got in the boat and it was rough. I've got the video and, and the video was just up and down on those waves because yeah. it was a small boat. It wasn't a huge yeah. boat. It wasn't a big fishing boat. And we were up and down and we went and we went and we went and we looked around and we were like, this seems good. Stop. You can stop now. (laughs) And so he stopped and Emily stood on the bow of the boat and, and gave a speech about how he can't hurt her anymore. He doesn't control her anymore. And she's done. It's over. And through and then i i hear nanny in that video saying okay that's awesome chunk it that's what she told you to do and you threw it and that was it you know it was a feeling under the water yeah there was a great feel i've got pictures and video of you on the way back from throwing it and you look so healthy and so you've got your sunglasses on and that blonde hair and in the and you're just relaxed looking yeah So things like that, I mean, not everybody's going to run off to the beach and charter a boat or go up to a stranger and ask them to take them out in a boat just so they can sink a bottle in the ocean. But something of significance, something that you make a, a, 
a memorial, a memorial kind of like dying, like, like I'm taking this part of my life and I'm burying it. I'm throwing it away. And it's, and it's very cleansing sometimes. It can be depending on your love language. You know, some people are like me and, you know, it was a great trip and, and we got rid of that stuff. And I think, I think that's a great way to take anger, bury it send it send it yeah. away and about ripping newspapers uh, i remember alex you know my little brother woke up and felt particularly angry one day and it was just me and him at the house mm-hmm. it was before we even moved here and uh i was like you have all these pictures of you and dad in your room and we sat there and we tore them up one by one and i took pictures of him the whole time well, <laughs> you just tore them up and threw them in the trash one at a time. One at a, I mean, because that's what, yeah. I mean, if if that's what's going to work for you, you know, we don't take too many physical pictures anymore. Right. But we did back in the day. Yeah. And you're not going to find one single picture of him in this house because I did the same thing. Right. You know, it just, it's a very triggering you know? Yeah, and it's very cathartic Memory. to be like, you're no longer you in don't matter in, in my important photos right. anymore. Right, Yeah. I've got my important photos, and, and, and it's, it doesn't include you. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of what I did with my first husband, except I put some lighter fluid on it and set him on fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... That was in a barbecue. That wasn't even a fire on the side of the road or, or in the yard. That was in a barbecue so I was very safe about it. Right. So you can be very safe about these momentous things that you're doing or that you're getting rid of. And, and you can feel happy about it. And that can be the day of celebration. That can be the, the rebirth or, or whatever you want to call it. Because those things really do, really do help moving forward. I remember we, it was after my dad had gone to jail i don't think he was in prison yet but we went to his house Mm -hmm. it had taken us years to be able to get back into the house because of the restraining order went both ways we weren't allowed Mm -hmm. on his property and then one cop said we were and then it was just a back and forth and then finally they were like okay you can go in there because you know obviously half my stuff was over at my dad's house right um and so i was just so angry while i was there like so much anger was like building from being there again and everything we you know was there that I had left years before and I just took a big marker and I wrote like fuck this place on the wall outside or something I uh I I I would have wanted to I didn't want to go in I was just busy watching the doors because the only thing I cared about when we went over there was that we had a police escort and no one came in to confront us. Right. So I was busy watching the doors. I didn't watch what y'all did. And yeah, the, the, I mean, that's how, that's a whole nother subject. But, you know, you think about his family, like you, we talked about you cutting them out last Mm -hmm. time. Well, that's how much his family went to help him we showed up there a couple months three months four months after he was arrested to go through this and powers cut off all the foods spoiled rotten in the refrigerator nothing had been done there you know and this house is about to go into foreclosure but his family doesn't step in to even clean or you know live there they take his stuff 
but take the stuff and mm-hmm. go, you know. And and I remember I've, I've got this feeling, you know, Alex wanted to go in the attic to get some baseball cards. And, well, they had put our stuff up in the attic. Oh, okay. Because someone had lived there. Okay. So some For of our stuff was up there, yeah. And, you know, he got some baseball cards and some comics, which didn't amount to much of anything. But um, I don't, I remember, I seem to remember you like seeing things that might have been yours, but then maybe they were dirty or maybe, yeah. you know, it's like I've, I've lived without this for four months or five months or six months, however long it took yeah. us to get in that house. And I don't want it anymore. And we really came out of there with. A lot less than I thought yeah, we would. we just ended up leaving most of it because yeah. it was like... Just let it burn. I don't want it. Yeah, I yeah. don't want any of this. You know, at first you're mad. You were mad. Mm-hmm. You were like, half my shit's over there. I yeah. want to go over there. I wouldn't let you. Yeah. You can't go over there. Well, yes, I can. He's not there. I don't care. There are other people there. You're not going over there. And so yeah. it was... It was a fight in the beginning. Like, no, you're not going over there. So you were mad. And then I really expected you to walk away with a, a lot yeah why more. does why does me reporting abuse mean i lose half my stuff right that uh, sucked yeah that sucked for you but but for me i just couldn't i just no i know i like, just couldn't let you go up that's but sucked. that's where my anger yeah kind of comes from and that's justifiable anger yeah why, why do good... i have to suffer because yeah. because i've you, you know, and Alex, because all the good stuff was gone. The motorcycle was gone. The video games were gone. Yeah, anything like we, that were gone. anything me and Alex had of any value was Out, gone. Gone. So you know, yeah, that <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That makes me mad now. Yeah, that makes me mad now. You know why it wasn't kindly and politely boxed up and brought to us right. or even said it's outside you can come pick it up yeah no communication no nothing and we finally get help to go over there and the place is just trashed yeah and you don't even want anything anymore yeah so yeah but um yeah so anger i'm gonna normal. go hit a pillow in a little bit i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah paint a face on a pillow and hit it hit it Take the bat. Tape a picture to a pillow and hit it. I have several voodoo dolls. So just remember, (laughs) never hurt yourself or anyone else. That's right. And never destroy your own property. Right. (laughs) There are healthy ways to get your anger and, and, and get it out. Absolutely. And I hope this has been helpful for anyone struggling with anger that might be redirect. I mean, you just, you have to get your anger out in healthy ways or it's going to come out towards people you love. And you don't want to chase those people away because those people are the ones that are there for you. Absolutely. They're there for you. Mom, and do you have anything you want to add? I do. Lessons I have, of anger. Well, well, not lessons well, of okay. anger, but All just, right. you know, because I've, I've told you how, how my favorite thing is the memento thing. Right. The closing remarks I would have were, I forgot to mention at the beginning that we did add six more corks to the wall. Six more stories came in. Um, and I had an idea that I never spoke out loud, um, but a listener sent me an email with the same idea. So I thought if two people had this idea, it can't be that bad. Yeah. So in our show notes, we have a PO box. So in our show notes, we have the PO box and this listener suggested someone 
or, or, or anyone who wants to send their own cork in, send their own cork in. And that is to say, you may not want to tell your story. Yeah. You may not want to tell your name. You just anonymously send a cork if you want to be on our wall. Yeah. Represented here with us in spirit, but not say your story, not say your name. We have a P.O. box. You can send your cork decorated up with cuss words. And if you don't drink, oh, I believe yeah. that they have like corked juices and stuff. I think, I think so. they do too. I think so. And you know, it's, it's there. You can, I think the last project I did with corks, I went to the thrift store and bought a Ziploc bag full of corks. Mm-hmm. So, so if you want to send us a cork, just completely anonymous, or you can send it with your story. You can decorate it up. You can put pins in it, whatever yeah. they'll let you send through the mail. <laughs> we will hang your corks here Yeah, for you, an individual person. We'll read it if you want us to read it. We won't. It'll, it'll be your cork right now. Yeah, These you are can all paint it so you can see it. You know, it, it, it would be yours. Yeah. And uh, I, I offer that up, particularly to the people who aren't ready to tell, but want to be, feel like they're right here. Represented. We hope Absolutely. that you already feel like you're right here, but we want your numbers to be represented as well. Yeah. So I wanted to mention that. So we'll be sure and put the P.O. box back in the notes. Yes. Um, and, you know, continue, continue with the messages. They've, they've been wonderful messages. They've been very encouraging messages. They're, you know, stories that are still hard to read sometimes. And I'm still reading through a lot of them. Yes. Uh, I still haven't, there are still some that I have not responded to, but, um, continue to send them it. There, there are several, so many that say, you know, please don't read it. Please don't. This is just for you. And that's just so you could do like we talked about tonight, writing it down, getting it out. And no one is going to be any the wiser. Yep. But uh, as always, questions, comments, concerns, email us at survivingonwineandcusswords at gmail.com. That's right. We're on Instagram. Yes. And I've gotten some messages on the DMs on Instagram. Yeah. And that's at Surviving Online and Cuss Words and YouTube. Yeah. We forgot to mention the YouTube last time. Oh, yeah. We've got our YouTube channel. Um, That's where we started. uh, Yes. Um, It's just a video version of our podcast right now. Not a lot of extras, but I'm hoping to make uh, little highlights, maybe little clips. Yeah. getting ready the in between sure we're just we're just trying to we're we're trying to figure all the basics out right now but um we absolutely appreciate you listening we hope you have a beautiful week we will talk to you soon like we said great episodes coming down the pipeline so just stay tuned listen and um thank you and we love you yes we love you stay stay good okay bye guys Bye. bye